Hello, hello, hello. It's Anne-Marie and this is the podcast where we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time and there is no in-between. This is the podcast where you're going to find the most outrageous stories that are going to make you laugh your ass off and also the place that you're going to come to feel so inspired to do the crazy ass shit in your life that you've been dreaming of having the courage to do. So now that you're here, buckle up and let's fucking go. Okay, I have been wanting to talk about this topic mostly because that's all that I talk about nonstop to anybody who's going to listen to me (laughs) lately. So I was like, you know what? I need to do a podcast episode about it. And part of me was like, well, I shouldn't do a podcast on this because well, it's just like I'm in a weird transition between what I used to be talking about on my podcast, which is all ADHD, and now I'm just talking about whatever I want to talk about, right? Because yeah, anyways, so it's just been feeling weird, but I was like, you know what? I just got to go with it. I just got to own it, and I just got to fucking lean in. And part of the reason why I just wanted to like start my podcast and share everything is because I think that I really enjoy being vulnerable and sharing parts of my life that I want to share with people because I feel like at the end of the day like we're all connected and I want to share my experience to maybe give somebody else a different perspective or just to like lean into living your fucking life and not being so scared to like go out and do the things that terrify you and one of the things that terrified me so fucking much was closing my business and to be honest like now that I'm on the other side of it like I've never felt like a weight come off of me like I have recently and I was talking to somebody the other day and they're like it just doesn't make sense like why would you quit a business that's making you money and you know you're helping people and you're changing people's lives and blah 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 like why would you stop and I was like because I stopped liking it and I think it's so important that we have the fucking courage to do the things in life just because you fucking started something doesn't mean that you have to finish it if it's not lighting you up because that's the reality is that the only way you're actually going to know if you like doing something is by actually doing it taking action on it playing and if you don't fucking like it you don't need to stay with it same with like a relationship or same with like anything that's happening in your life just because you tried something does not mean that you need to continue to go with it whether it's your job your career your business relationships like any of the fucking things so honestly straight up i just want to inspire you to fucking live the life that you've always wanted for yourself and aside from that one of the things that i really wanted to fucking talk about today because it's so current in my life is honestly dating like the number one thing that you need to fucking do is delete your fucking tinder delete your hinge delete all the bullshit right because it's so funny like i've been thinking about it myself and i was like oh my god you know i was like almost like annoyed that i hadn't like met these guys who are fucking amazing in person yet every single fucking day that i'm outside of the house honestly there's like a guy that i will pass and that i'm like oh, this guy's fucking hot. Or, oh, I wish that guy would come over and talk to me. I wish that person would come and ask me for my phone number, ask to take me out on a date. And the truth is that in the past, I used to be so fucking obsessed with finding a partner, right? I think there's so much pressure from society, again, to stay committed to something, even if it's not serving you, right? And not even that. I'm I'm just like the I'm Anne Marie. Let it go. That's my old tangent. We're moving to a new subject. Okay. 
<laughs> but um I yeah I wanted to like in the past I was just like I was literally dating like it was my fucking job right because I was like I need to find a partner and you read all this shit online from the quote-unquote experts about how you're supposed to date and when you are dating you need to be serious about it and you know you need to know exactly what you want and you need to go out there and you need to have fucking intention and it's almost like when you're doing it as a fucking job and this is what I did for like three years right because you hear all the people out there and yeah I think you do need to have your intention set but it's like to an extent like I was doing it from a place of like I need to find a person and I need to find them now because I'm not going to be happy if I don't have a partner. And that shit is just fucking so ass backwards. And so I honestly wasn't allowing myself to just like live my life, enjoy my fucking life, all the things. And I actually have a funny story that I'm going to tell you later about my therapist that I went to see and like how she helped me reframe this whole thing. It was fucking awesome. Um, so anyways, I, um, yeah, I was just like obsessed with trying to find a boyfriend. I was dating everybody like it was a fucking job interview. And I, it's just not how it works when you're dating. I mean, it didn't for me. Maybe it does for you, but it didn't for me. And so I was like, yeah, so like desperate almost. I, I wouldn't say desperate, but yeah, desperate to like find a boyfriend. So yeah, I was going on these apps like fucking super strict. Like as soon as I would meet these guys, I was like, what are you looking for? This is what I want. What do you want? And... um. I mean, it worked, but yeah, it, it didn't. And so I got to this place where before my business had crumbled as well, I was like fucking annoyed because I was like, why aren't things working out in my life? Like, why is my business not looking exactly the way that I want it to look? Why am I not happy about it? Why am I, yeah, like, why don't I have a boyfriend? Why isn't this working out? And I was just like so annoyed by not being able to control everything in my life. And so yeah, it's, it's so funny. I just put so much pressure on it. Right. And I felt that pressure a lot too, because I'm 33 and all my friends are like getting married and having babies and all the bullshit settling down. And so I was comparing myself to them. And I actually went to go see my amazing therapist. Um, I started doing this, this therapy called rapid resolution therapy. And the girl that I see, her name is Meg. She's fucking amazing. If you want her details, you need to fucking hit me up and let me know. But basically, RRT is called, yeah, Rapid Resolution Therapy. And it's completely different to any other fucking therapy I've ever done. I feel like it clears, like, anything and everything so fast. And it is just, like, in traditional therapy, you talk a lot, I feel like. But this type of therapy, she talks to me most. Like, I'll tell her my problem and then it's like 90 minutes where she's just like breaking down the subconscious beliefs that I was holding about things and it's fucking awesome. And so I went to her probably like, I don't know, maybe a month ago now and I was like, Meg, we gotta fucking move some shit. I feel like I'm obsessed with finding a boyfriend and it's all I wake up and it's all I fucking think about. And it's driving me fucking crazy because I've dated so many guys, lols, like so many funny stories, but like it's it, it's not it. Like I've, I've met some amazing fucking guys, but they'll just be like some like things that just aren't fucking matching up. Like there'll be some, yeah, there'll just be things that they just like don't work out, whatever. And so I was like, I'm just, I just want to live my fucking life. Like, I don't want to think about finding a boy, boyfriend anymore. I don't want to go on these dating apps, like fucking looking for one, blah, 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 blah. 
And she had the like best thing ever. RRT works with your subconscious. And it's so cool because she speaks a lot in metaphors. And I've been talking to some of my friends who are like hypnotists and like all of this kind of stuff. And I was like, it just clears your, clears whatever belief you have like so fast and in the coolest fucking way. Like she uses a lot of metaphors and the metaphor that she was using was so fucking good. I'm probably going to botch it, but I want to tell it to you anyways. And she was like, having a boyfriend is like a sandwich. She's like, you know, if you fucking go to school one day and you have your favorite fucking sandwich with you, you're stoked. But the reality is that like, you know, you can go to the store and sometimes they might have your favorite ingredients and sometimes they won't. But if they don't have your favorite ingredients, like, I don't know, she did this whole metaphor on like sandwiches and how a boyfriend was basically like a sandwich. And she's like, when you have your favorite sandwich, you're stoked as fuck. You enjoy the day and you're like, this is the best sandwich I've ever had in my life. And it makes your day better. But when you don't have your favorite sandwich, it's not like your life, you're, it's not like you're like, my life is fucking ruined. I didn't have my favorite sandwich today. Or even if you went to the store, bought new ingredients, tried them, decided that you didn't fucking like them. You're just like, whatever, moving on with your day. But you go and enjoy the rest of your fucking day because it's just a fucking sandwich. The same as a boyfriend, <laughs> right? And I was like, oh my God. I was like, a boyfriend is just a sandwich. <laughs> okay, like you get to decide on how much it's going to like fucking control your life. And so ever since then, I'm like, oh, I'm like, I just like deleted all the fucking apps because I was like, first of all, I don't fucking need that shit because I've had some very interesting encounters on the apps. That's like trying to think of, there's just so many stories that I want to tell you. But basically, I was on the apps. I've had like some just really cool dating experiences and it's been so fun. But I'm also like, I want something new. I want like a different experience. I want to like meet people in a different way. And all my friends were like, well, you got to start a hobby. I'm like, yeah, but I just like don't want to start a hobby with the intention of like meeting someone, you know? I want to just like live my life and do the things that make me happy. And if I meet somebody, great. If I don't, I don't. And it's so wild because I don't even know how to tell you what else happened in this RRT session. But like, honestly, I'm just like over trying to find a boyfriend. I'm like, I just want to have like fun. I just want to experience life and I just want to experience people. So when I came to the realization that a boyfriend is like a sandwich, I'm like, I don't need to fucking spend my days worrying about this. I was like, I'm deleting the apps. Message one of my girlfriends who's also single. I was like, girl, this is what we're doing. We're going to start handing out our phone numbers to hot fucking dudes <laughs> that we see. We're getting off the apps and that's just the vibe. Because the reality is like, how many times have you been on a date with somebody from the app and you're like, shit, I hope I'm not getting catfished. I hope this person is, you know, what I see on their profile and like nine times out of 10, I've been on a date and I'm like, no, this is not the fucking vibe. Or like, even if you just had like a five second conversation with them, you would quickly discover it ain't the vibe. And so, you know, I've been on like some fucking weird dates. Perfect example. One guy, oh my God, this is actually so funny. Had I met him in real life, there's no way I ever would have gone on a date with him. And that's what I feel like is happening on these dating apps. It's like, if you actually saw the person without even having to talk to them, would you still want to date with them? Because your energy says so fucking much. And this one guy, I remember immediately, this is the funniest story ever. <laughs> 
he messaged me on a dating app. And then I looked at it. And after we'd been talking for a while, I was like, I think this guy looks exactly like one of my ex-boyfriends. And I was like, problem number one. (laughs) Okay, truth. Second thing, we end up going for like, he's like, okay, well, Friday night, we're going to go on a date. I remember it was a Friday. I just like remember this so vividly. He's like, it's Friday. We're going to go on a date on Friday night. I'm like, okay, cool. And he's like, I'll organize it. I'll tell you when and where to be, whatever. It was probably like Friday afternoon. I'm like, okay, what's the situation? Like, where are we going? He messages me. Mind you, I have never met this guy before. And he goes, we're going to Blue Water Cafe in Vancouver. That's like, just like a bougie restaurant. Like, why on earth would you take somebody there on a first date? Don't ask me why, but I've been there on a first date, not once, but three times (laughs) with three different guys. (laughs) So anytime, and it never worked out with any of those guys. So anytime from now on, any guy is like first date blue water, I'm like red flag, I'm fucking out, right? Like a first date is like something really casual, like going out for like, I don't know, like an appetizer or like a coffee or like not to like a fucking three to five course restaurant that's like incredible service, like five star, whatever. (laughs) All three of these dates that I went on, clearly they were guys that like to show off because they ranged from various prices from $400 to fucking a thousand. One of them ordered (laughs) Wagyu. Wagyu is like $60 an ounce. And he's like, yeah, we'll take like, I don't even know. It was like seven or eight ounces. I was like, are you out of your mind? Mind you, at this point, I've never tasted Wagyu. So I was down with it because I was like, let's, let's do it up. Let's taste Wagyu. I'm not paying for this. Like (laughs) we're all in. Um, But anyways, so yeah, red flag. If they're taking you to a fucking bougie place, super bougie place on the first date, not, not the vibe. Um, anyways, so this one guy that took me there, as soon as I laid eyes on on him in person, I was like, oh my God, no, nope. But I was there. And so I was like, and at the time I didn't have the balls to say no, because this was probably like, I don't know, four years ago now. So I'm like, okay, I'm here. Anyways, gave this guy a hug. Immediately, he like moves his hand down to my low back. And I was like, this is trash. But uh, anyways, we're here. We sit down. We order a seafood tower. We, he orders a seafood tower. (laughs) The waiter comes up to the table. And I'm like, not impressed by this guy at all. And the waiter comes up to the table. And uh, after he sets this seafood tower down... And he looks at us and he goes, do you guys want a photo with the seafood tower? And I'm like, nope, absolutely not. We're good. Thanks so much. Can't wait to dive in and start eating this thing. (laughs) The guy turns and looks at me. And then it's like really awkward silence after I've already said no. (laughs) And he's like, um, yeah, let's get a photo. And I was like, who the fuck are you going to show this photo to? It's a first date. This is so fucking awkward. Anyways, we get a photo taken. Weird as fuck. You can tell in the photo I'm just like icked out. I'm not even touching him. He has his arm around me and I'm just like leaning away from him. <laughs> and anyways, he gets this photo. He's fucking stoked about it. I'm like, what are you going to do? Show this photo to your mom? Like, I'm never going to see you again. And anyways, Day goes on. He continues to tell me all these crazy fucking stories, how he worked up in like the oil rigs and how he saw his ex-girlfriend's kid 
get his head blown off at work or something. And I was like, what is happening right now? You're telling me a story about how you saw this horrific incident at work of your girlfriend's, your ex-girlfriend's son who used to work with you. And I was just like, what is going on right now? Like, Get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> Meanwhile, he finishes his dishes and he starts stacking his plates in this like very beautiful restaurant. And I was like, I gotta get the, I gotta get out of here like as fast as possible. I cannot be seen with this person. This is a train wreck. This is a disaster. Anyways, long story short, had I actually seen this person in real life before I matched with him on the apps, there is no way. Immediately, I would have been like, no. I never even got out to him, never would have given him my phone number. And so that's the truth. You can tell so much by someone's energy, you know? And so I've had some interesting fucking experiences. I also had a guy who I met online through a friend. He was a mutual friend of a friend. One of my old friends hit her friend. <laughs> She's like, you guys need to meet. And I was like, okay. He's like, didn't live in the same city as me. He's like, hey, next time you're in town, let me know. Um, I want to um, like take you, I want to, I want to take you out for coffee. And I was like, again, this is like way in the past. This is probably like five years ago. And I was like, just joking around, kind of joking, not joking. And I was like, well, if you ever want to fly to Vancouver and take me out for dinner one time, you can. And he was like, oh, okay. He literally flew to Vancouver, spent the weekend here. <laughs> and we met each other. Anyways, we ended up dating for like a long time. But uh, had I actually, it wasn't like a long time. I don't know, maybe it was like six months or something. But had I actually seen this person in real life before agreeing to like actually spend time with this person? I honestly probably would have said no, but then I was like, oh no, he's he's done all these things. It's been amazing. It's going to work out. No, red flags all along the way. Anyways, right? But this is like the whole thing of going back to like when you see someone's energy in public and you're just like automatically drawn to them, you know, and you're like, fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to give this person my phone number. I wish this person would ask me for my number. So when I like, after my RRT session, deleted my hinge. I was like, I'm not not going on here anymore. I'm just going to like enjoy my life, my new life without my business. And I've been having the fucking time of my life, mind you. I've been having so much fun lately. And deleted the apps. So then I started talking to my friends, especially my one girlfriend. And I was like, we got to meet people in, in real life. And she's somebody who's like really outgoing like me. And I was like, I know you're going to do this with me, so I'm going to tell you we're going to start giving out our phone numbers. And she's like, on board, game. For me, it was like terrifying. She just went straight in. She's just like, boom, straight away. Messaged me like that week. She's like, I gave her my number like five times this week. I was like, what? I'm like, I haven't even done it once. I've been thinking about it. <laughs> she's like, no, I did it. I was like, okay. So I had to up my game, but she was like, I even went up to a guy who was married. She's like, by the way, make sure you check their fingers. She didn't see that he had a wedding ring on and went to talk to him. was like, hey, are you single? He said, no. But she was like, honestly, the conversation ended great. Um, he was like, yeah, obviously I'm married. Um, but they just had like a really brief, nice encounter, right? And she's like, yep, by the end of it, like we both like parted ways, like whatever. It was, it was cool. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad you told me that because that's my biggest fear is them being like, I have a girlfriend or I'm married and then me like slinking into my skin and fucking running away. <laughs> so, um, but she was like, yeah, it was not bad. Like, I think we have these ideas in our mind that people are going to be like fucking horrible when you talk to them about this. And I was like, yeah, okay. So 
she gave me the courage for her she probably had been like giving out her number for like three weeks she's like i've been talking to so many guys by doing this she's like i have to stop now i'm like okay cool makes sense adds up (laughs) so anyways she has been crushing it i have probably given out my number a few times and honestly it's fucking terrifying the first time was so scary that i actually didn't do it (laughs) i saw this guy on the path and i was like can't need to give him my phone number like i have to he was so hot like so hot talk about like reading people's energy like holy shit saw this guy from like a mile away and i was just like magnetized to him and i was like he is so hot i don't know what it is but he's just like amazing he was walking his dog along the seawall and his dog was like off leash so well behaved and i was like that also is a green flag because your dog is well behaved great fucking news and so i rode past him i was riding a bike rode past him i'm like that guy's way too hot i cannot give him my number and then i was like no girl you gotta do it you made a promise to yourself that you're gonna do it especially when you see like really hot guys you have to do it (laughs) so then i was like okay fine pulled my number out of my bag i had it written down on a piece of paper i'm like pull it out of my bag i'm like riding back my heart is like fucking jumping out of my chest i was literally terrified And then I see he's like moved off the seawall. He's not on the seawall anymore. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like I start following him (laughs) on my bike. And then I was like, girl, this is like stalker vibes. It's no longer I bumped into you on the seawall. It's like, I'm following you. (laughs) So immediately I turned around. I was like, I can't do it. Message my girlfriend. I was like, this is what happened. I couldn't do it. I turned around. I chickened out. And I was like, kind of got like stalker vibes because he was like, you could tell he was heading home. So I was like... (laughs) ain't nobody trying to be a stalker (laughs) but anyways then I was like okay I told her I'm like I have to do it now next time I gotta do it and yeah it was just it was so funny like a few days later I was like looking for a hot guy because if you actually paid attention when you went in public and you saw like how many good looking people are around honestly there's so many but you just have to like stop and like look around for five seconds right so I'm like okay there's definitely gonna be somebody and it's gonna be this week I'll give up my number like today or tomorrow and so I actually went to this networking event probably like (laughs) the other week okay first of all there's a guy in the gym he's so young and he asked me for my phone number before and I was like no absolutely not number one because you go to my gym and it's like sanctuary vibes if I date somebody from the gym and it doesn't go well, then you have to go and see them every day. Like, it's just not the vibe. So many guys have, like, asked me for my number and then I've given it to them and then I've been like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't date guys from the gym. And then this guy, like, it'd been months and months, probably like a year. I don't know. I feel like we've been seeing each other at the gym. And then finally I was like, he's 26. I need to give him my phone number. And he'll take me on a date when I give him my number. <laughs> and so then I was like, Everybody knows he's my gym crush, but I'm like, there's days when I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. It's been months going on. So then finally I was like, I'm going to give out my number and I'm going to give it to the guy at the gym. And I'm pretty sure I was like more awkward, like the most fucking awkward turtle you've ever seen in your whole life. Because literally I just like said, I'm like, yeah, we should go for dinner one time. And then I was like, I felt like I was going to fucking die and I was going to vomit and I turned really awkward and I like couldn't look at him and shit. (laughs) terrible execution but I was able to message my friend after and be like I gave him my number and 26 I mean like that's fucking young I actually probably went through like a dilemma for a really long time I'm like 26 is so young I'm 33 it's like too young so anyways gave him my phone number 
nothing has come of it really but i'm also like no i put myself out there on the little like fucking thing and i'm not gonna keep pursuing it because when someone's interested they'll like meet you halfway kind of thing you know what i mean so anyways gave that guy my phone number then i went out to this event the other week and there was this speaker young as fuck okay this is so funny he's super young he's like 20 years old and he was one of the speakers at this event because he has a super successful fucking business i don't know, like a multi-million dollar business like huge fucking team whatever crushing it in life had no intentions of talking to this guy no intentions of giving him my phone number <laughs> because he's 20 <laughs> i'm like you're literally like half my age <laughs> and anyways i was like you know what fucking whatever leaving this event and i don't even know how i ended up in a conversation with him it was like so unintentional i had no intention of talking to him i just walked past him and then honestly like we just like connected there was like this chemistry there and then i was like he's 20 this is fucked up do it anyway <laughs> he was like i was like yeah i was like i feel like you should take my number he's like yeah okay he's like you want to ride home i'm like yeah he's like reorganizing his fucking meetings because he had a meeting with some like overseas companies like i got a meeting at 11 but um let me reschedule it and then i'm like oh my god this is just like getting too much like you, you don't need to do that rescheduling his meetings i'm like green flags okay i guess this is like we're moving forward with this thing he actually seemed like really emotionally like i mean he runs like a fucking massive company he seemed way more mature for his age he i felt like if he hadn't told me his age i probably would have thought he was like 30 <laughs> so then at this point i'm like what is my body trying to tell me right now? Like, why am I so interested in these young guys? <laughs> and anyways, so he's going to drive me home. We get to his car. His car had been broken into. So I think it's the universe being like, this is a no, literally. And so then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to find my way home while you deal with this. See you later. <laughs> and anyways, so I went home. I think I messaged him like later in the week. And he never replied. So I was like, okay, game off. Like I said, they're not interested. Fucking cut it off. <laughs> so I've been on this mission. I'm like, you know what? It's just fun. Like the first few times I did it was like very messy, not successful. And you know what? But it's like, at least I read these guys energy. Like it was in public. They're guys I would actually go out with. Unlike these fucking weirdos that I've been meeting online who are not the vibe. And I feel like it's like I was just so desperate for a boyfriend that I was like uh, making excuses for these guys who were like not showing up, not have the energy, not just not the vibe. <laughs> so anyways, I was in work the other day and one of the managers there is like, go give this guy your number. This guy was like so hot sitting at the bar and I was like, no, he's too hot. And he's in the middle of the fucking restaurant. Like, I can't. <laughs> She's like, give him your number. I was like, I can't. She's like, give him your number. I was like, oh, okay. Because I've told, like I said, anybody who listened to me, I'm telling them what I'm doing right now because I was like, go hold myself accountable to doing it. So yeah, I ended up going to go give my number to this guy i literally my heart was gonna jump out of my fucking chest i was so nervous i'm pretty sure i asked him the same question like 10 fucking times <laughs> and then he answered it 10 times and i was like yeah you you told me that already <laughs> but literally when i asked him i was like i need to ask you something he's like yeah sure i'm like are you single he literally burst out laughing in my face <laughs> i was like we're off to a great fucking start right now <laughs> and Anyways, long story short, I left him my number because, yeah, like I said, you gotta 
leave your number with them and then if it's mutual they'll reach out to you because I have somebody now literally who's texting me and they've sent me like a hundred one two three four five six seven seven messages in a row that I have not replied to <laughs> literally two of them were just before I started recording this podcast so now I'm just gonna message them and be like yeah not the vibe but here's the thing when you're doing this and you're meeting people in real life I think you need to give them your phone number and if it's reciprocated then they'll contact you right so this guy was like adamant he wanted my phone number also when I was at work and so it was kind of weird because all these people were standing around and like just heard what went down and I was like fucking awkward and I was like oh my god just say no just say no get out of this (laughs) run (laughs) But anyways, he asked me, so now I need to like cut it off, right? Which I'll send him a message after this, but uh, that's just too many messages in a row. One, yeah, that's so many, so many. Yesterday was like one, two, three, all questions that I never replied to. (laughs) Anyways, but the reality is that delete your fucking app. You can like literally meet people in real life and it's actually as terrifying as it is it's so much fun on the other side because after I've done it like I don't know two or three times now I'm like okay cool I got the courage I can do this it's fine we're gonna be okay and how often do you see people and like yeah sometimes people aren't online what they look like online is not what they look like in person I especially feel like with men because some of them their profiles I'm like your profile is fucking shit and then you meet them in person and you're like oh yeah you're actually cooler in person or vice versa you're really cool and your profile is just not doing it justice. I have friends like that. They'll show me their profile. I'm like, that's the worst profile I've ever seen. Let me help you, (laughs) right? But you can read people's fucking energy and it's just so fun. So anyways, there was, I gave my, I gave this guy my phone number and he ended up messaging me the next day and we went on a date the other day and it was fucking so fun it was so great we totally hit it off and he's like yeah the reason I laughed at you was because I thought you were asking for somebody else or I thought that um he's like I was just so caught off guard by it and he's like I thought you were way younger than you are because he actually is way older than he looks and so yeah that was it was interesting we talked about it and it was like just fucking hilarious he's like that's not happened to me before and I was like I know because I feel like how else are you going to meet people? Like, what kind of story is, how cool is that fucking story? Like, I met this person because they just came up to me or I just went up to this person because I saw them and they were like the sexiest person I've ever fucking seen and I just had the courage to give them my number. I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, not settling too. Like, I feel like when I was on Tinder or like, I never even was on Tinder, I was on Hinge. But like, when I was on Hinge, it was just like, I was just settling. It was just settling for like hiding behind my phone or like hiding behind the screen of not like meeting people. And it's like, our world is so, it's almost like I got social anxiety to like meet people. And I was like, I'm too scared to go talk to these people for whatever fucking reason. I don't know, rejection, yeah, maybe. And like I said, I've been fucking rejected by one of these people already in a ghost. A ghost is a rejection, (laughs) right? And so I was just like, whatever. It's honestly not that fucking bad. You just delete their number from your phone. That's the other thing. Always delete their number from your phone and delete the text messages because then if they ever message you one day, you can be like, who's this? That's the best. But 
long story short, honestly, have the fucking courage to go and talk to that fucking person, apply for that fucking job, do the thing, start the business, start the project, like whatever it is, like fucking who cares? What is the worst thing that's going to happen? Honestly, like I think this summer I sat in enough feelings of like failure and rejection that I'm like, yeah, fucking sucks. It hurts, right? Because when I closed my business, like I was just feeling like immense like failure like I was like I'm a failure like what's wrong with me like just do your business it's just put your emotions aside put your feelings aside and just fucking do the shit get over it but there was just something in me that was like no it just ain't it you know and when I was talking to this person this week they were like yeah you're fucking crazy that you quit your business like it doesn't make sense I'm like I know it makes no fucking sense but it just feels so right and that's just like the vibe I'm on right now. I'm like, had you told me a year ago, this is where I would be and it'd be like the happiest I'd ever been and I'd laugh more than I've ever laughed, I wouldn't believe you. And now that I'm here, I'm like, oh my God, it's so like what we think is going to make us successful or going to make us happy. Even like staying in relationships or staying with people who we've outgrown or that are not serving us anymore or the relationship is just like draining our energy or like whatever it fucking is, you know, like have the courage to like leave that have the courage to be like this isn't working for me anymore and I don't have an explanation and I don't know why right like one of my good friends actually just posted the other day on Instagram like to her private stories like hey me and my partner just broke up like I I've gone to like countless therapists and like mentors and all the things to try and like figure out why because you know and on paper it all fucking adds up on paper it should work on paper you have the perfect outcome but if you're not fucking feeling it inside, like, why are we settling? Why are we settling for these things? Because it should be, quote unquote, what we're doing. But like, who's putting the shit on to you, you know? So I'm all here for this year, just fucking following the fun, like doing the things that light you up and you just don't know what's going to come from it. Doing the scary things, like reaching out and connecting with just more fucking people, getting like not hiding behind your phone anymore and I can't promise you're not gonna go on dates that are gonna be fucking potentially the worst thing that you've ever experienced because I've had some of those (laughs) but it's all just part of the experience like let's fucking experience life a little fucking more and when you have the courage to do that like the coolest fucking shit can come from it and that's what I'm experiencing right now so you never know. I'm going to probably go on a second date with this guy. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, I don't know. Like, let's see what happens. But the first one was so fucking fun. The other two guys didn't text me back. So fucking whatever. I mean, we're up at this point. So if I was you and you're single, I would recommend trying it or just reaching out to somebody that you want to be friends with or just fucking anything. Do the dang fucking thing, sister. (laughs) Okay. So I think I've rambled on and it's been the best fucking time ever, but yeah, there's so many other things that we could talk about in terms of like dating and I'm going to have some amazing guests on that we're going to laugh about some funny stories (laughs) and just some good shit. So there's so many cool fucking guests that I have lined up, so I cannot wait to share all of those with you. So I hope you have the best fucking day ever. Um, make sure you find me over on Instagram. If you're not following me there already, it's admarie.espina, which I'm going to put in the show notes here. And yeah, I love you. I hope you have the best day ever. 
And that, my friends, is a fucking wrap on the episode today. I am so grateful to have you here. I appreciate you so much. You honestly have no idea. I would love nothing more if you could leave me a five-star review. Go over and find me on freaking Instagram because I'm keeping it real over there. And we are diving into anything and everything over there. It's going to be funny. Some really outrageous shit that I'm doing behind the scenes and just all the things. So I hope you have the most beautiful fucking day ever and I will see you in the next episode.